No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. And we are just a little under, well, a little over a month away from getting hurt again. But um, still feel, feeling pretty confident about everything. Uh, we have a special guest here today. <clears throat> What's have- up, everybody? How you doing? It what is up, up, Mike? Mike Marinelli, everybody's favorite PA announcer. Actually, you're the only PA announcer at Drive Pink Stadium, so I think by default, <laughs> you're everybody's favorite, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no doubt about that. Yeah. Have you <laughs> ever had anybody dislike you? Um, I mean, not that I know of, and whatever. I mean, you can. Nobody's you can ever come up to you and said like, "You didn't say my name like with enough suck. enthusiasm." No, no, no. Everybody's pretty happy with that. I'm pretty. I'm pretty energetic on the mic. I don't know if you. Yeah, you are. You've heard me. Yeah, I try to throw some energy out there because it's it's Miami. It's the flair. It's you gotta oh, have yeah. fun with it. Yeah, for sure. So, so hopefully, so, uh, no one hates my work. But you know, you never know. To each their own, right? That's that's on them. It's funny. I get a lot of heat on uh, on TikTok. So I do I do a bunch of TikToks and and I always post my starting lineups there on TikTok. Oh, nice. So all the all the British all the British folks are not too fond of the way that we announce our starting lineups like in america they're, they 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 hate on it big time yeah why well i imagine because oh, yeah. it's like very it's very boom it's very flary yeah. it's very like yeah exactly <laughs> like they're, they're they put on their all the comments they're like oh this is so un-american you know and i'm like <laughs> like have you ever watched an nba game have you ever watched an NFL Andre game? yeah yeah they want me to go welcome to today's game hello <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, you just sounded like a FIFA intro, and I had never considered that. Oh, there you go. You see, welcome to tonight's game. The pitch is fantastic. You know, you, yeah. you got to give him some of those, right? Yeah. You, maybe you don't. You, maybe you should throw that in there every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Throw everybody just, off. And be like, oh, this this guy's multiple personalities over here. Do you have that leniency to be able to kind of like throw in that little like little jab or anything like that? Or is that something that you, you really don't want to do in that sort of I mean, scenario? Like, you know, what, what's cool about the, the way the, you know, the stadium is, is they're, they're pretty cool about like letting you kind of try new things and, and be fun. And that's on the producer who, who produces our show. Like, cause we call it a show basically oh, um, so upstairs. Yeah. You can kind of have a little, you know, fun with it, but you know, obviously some, some things work, some things don't. So, and we're such a young club with very few traditions that it's hard to kind of like build that, that tradition. But, you know, I think over time we're starting to kind of move our way up through the stadium environment, which obviously, you know, it's a party, right? Like it's you know, with the supporters, everybody seems to be having a great time. Um, but it's just about finding those little traditions here and there that, that make uh, it, everything so special, you know? Was that Iguain call last year when you were trying to get everybody to get Iguain your favorite call? Oh my God, that since was you've been working. I, I yeah, so I've been trying to get that in for years. Okay, um, and I had seen the one that 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 happened in when he was in um, in I think it was in in Italy where in Napoli. This guy would this, yeah in Napoli he would come out on the field and the guy would have the microphone. And he's like no 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 and then no yeah he was rocking it, bro. Yeah, yeah. I know so the like, crowd I, was going I, with it. 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I got to get this in, you know, sometime, right? So I'm like, finally, I took a shot at it because I didn't know what they were going to say. And I'm like, you know what? Let's let's give it a shot. Let's see what happens. And so I started doing it. And I'm like, oh, I got the chills. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, that, yeah. that's that's like a PA address, you know, announcer's <laughs> dream, right? When you rock the crowd yeah. like that, you're like, oh, okay, I did something special there. That was cool. So, you know, besides my first time on the microphone, I'm like, all right, that that surpassed all that's up there that's up there for sure that's up there that that's the number one moment yeah there's there's highs and lows you know right like anything like any new job you jump into but um that was uh that was one of the coolest ones for sure i definitely want to get into the low because i'm sure that'll be some type of funny story but before i get into oh oh, yeah (laughs) i got some good ones (laughs) before i get into the low I did want to know, like, how long have you been with Intermat? Were you, I can't remember because obviously in 2020, we weren't really there that often. It was, it was, so, it was a weird kind of way that I came in, I think, I want to say maybe two or three games in uh, to okay. the first season. So, um, you know, it was, it, it was kind of random and had chance on how it all happened. But yeah, I started uh, relatively, like, I've been there with the club since the first season. That's, that's and really good, man. You just, Went and applied. You're like, yo, I could, I could talk on the mic. <laughs> so yeah, like, how did that come story. about? Because yeah, because usually yeah. in the steps of like that field, it's not necessarily like common to just be like, hey, I stumbled across a common, you know, a it, PA announcer exactly. job, yeah. you know. So so here's here's kind of how it all happened, right? It, it was very much by chance, uh, and it, like I said, it's a it, it's. It's a very Miami story, right? Um, so, you know, obviously I'm born and raised in Miami. Um, you know, went to went to Columbus High School down there in Miami, Florida. Uh, graduated from there. But then I started working there, right? And I've always been a public address announcer. I played sports in high school, but I always had a passion for, like, you know, announcing, right? Speaking. I always liked the, the vibe in, the, in the, the stadium and, like, what kind of atmosphere you have. And it just made it that much more fun, right? Like, I would go to the Orange Bowl with my dad you know, my parents and we'd go watch the hurricanes play. Right. And, you know, that was such a cool thing to hear J row in the background. Like, I just remember that as a kid, you know, never seeing the hurricanes lose for eight years. And I, but I remember that voice in the back of my head. Right, and, right, it right. Kind of and so I was like, man, I was always intrigued by that. And then, you know, in high school, I, I had finished my football season. It was basketball season. And I remember always going to the heat games and hearing Mike Biamonte and that guy was awesome. I always looked up to him. Yes. And, the basketball coach at, at our school was like, Hey, we need somebody to announce. Like, does anybody do it? And like, you know, my boys played for the team. And they're like, yo, man, this, this guy does it. He messes around, but he, you know, he's pretty good at it. And so my first gig was a high school announcing job. And that's how it all started. Um, and so anyway, long story short, I'm there at Columbus announcing as a high school kid. I go to university of Miami. Uh, I start doing college games. So I did college, you know, women's soccer at university of Miami. That was like one of my first, college announcing gigs. I did some FIU baseball. Um, uh, I announced for A-Rod for his basketball tournaments. So I started picking up more and more work. Uh, And then, you know, eventually I just, I got a job at Columbus as a director of admissions and a teacher. And I started announcing high school games, like on the side for some extra income. Well, long story short, right. Owners of the club, this guy's by the name of Jose Moss and George Moss, right? Well, their son played sports at Columbus. So oh, they go to all the games. So they go all the games at Columbus, right? And, you know, they'd hear the announcer and whatever. Probably never thought much about it, but I was, I would consider myself pretty good, right? Um, <laughs> and then I was just randomly uh, approached by, I guess, their son. They, you know, they really enjoyed my voice. And they were like, you know what? We, 
we think he can do this professionally. And like, it was like literally by random chance, um, they show up to my office and they're like, Hey, yo, record this demo, send it to me in you know, professional manner. And I'm like, absolutely. I'll do it. No problem. And sure. Sure enough. Like within a few days, I got a call back saying, yeah, let's go do it. You can do, um, the inter Miami two game, which was, you know, our, our, our club two. um, right. go do a game over there in the stadium, kind of USL game, you know, get it, get it under your, uh, get, sort get of one test your out the water, and, see how yeah, test out the water, you know. see, see how it is, because because honestly, I had never done professional soccer before, so I was kind of like that was what I was worried about. It's like you know, I know sports, I know soccer, but I've never done professional soccer. So there was a few adjustments there here and there, but once yeah. I did a couple games, I'm like, all right, I, I, you know, it's it's fairly it's easy. It's a lot less talking. It's a lot less talking than you normally would do in a, in a basketball or a football game, right? Yeah. Um, but I had to you know find the energy. I had to find that stuff. So I'm like that. That's that's basically how it worked. And then from then on, you know, obviously we hit, we started in the middle of the pandemic. So it was so awkward when we first started, cause there's nobody in the stands. Right. So you so were, now, who are you public announcing, announcing to? I was, I was announcing to no one. To pretty public, much for the first publicly games. nobody. Oh, I, I, yeah, I didn't realize pretty, that. I didn't yeah. realize that. I mean, there was a, a couple hundred there. Well, like you would have like ownership would be at the games, you know, some family members were allowed okay. to go to some of the games. Yeah. So, so there were some people there, but so That's you needed true. some, I remember that the family, was you needed a public way, address, huh? you needed a public address, but they started with limited fans at first. And then, you know, so it just mm-hmm. kind of all came into place. I mean, you know, everybody's wearing masks. Like I'm like the only one without a mask on up there because you know, you're allowed to, right, to speak right. right in the microphone. So it was just, it was crazy, man. The first few years, but you know, obviously now everything's back to normal. It's great. Like it's, it's great to see everybody in the stands. And then there was nothing like having 18,000 fans at the stadium, you know, rocking the house like that. That's amazing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, but the only time we've had 18,000 fans in the stands is for Barcelona, which is killing me. <laughs> well, no, no. Well, that first LAFC game was awesome. Uh, yeah. We had a couple. Yes, we, we, we had, we had some Brady sellouts there and everything. Yeah, man. You had all the stars out. I mean, that's, that's mm-hmm. what it, I mean, football should be. Right. I mean, we, we all know that and, and it will be, I, I think it's just one of those things where, you need you need everybody to kind of to jump on and and you know Miami's a you got to win right like that's that's yeah, number one or else like, nobody's coming and they're all going to be a downtown club space or something exactly <laughs> I mean we know so, we know we know Miami like anybody right I mean we're we're on Miami guys we get it like you got to win you got to produce a winner if if not the the fans just won't won't 100%. go you know yeah. I, I'm assuming you have a couple things you want to test out this year. Oh yeah, I got some good stuff. Hopefully, uh, well, actually, we, we got a game. I have a friendly this Saturday uh, with uh, River Plate and and Little Millionarios. So that's yes. right, the Little Millionarios from Colombia. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. So we got um, we got some some good ones. This we had a good one this Saturday, and then we got our first friendly with uh, Inter Miami and Vasco da Gama on next Saturday. So should be, uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, are you trying to implement anything like Mike Biamonte with the whole Dos Minutos? Like, is, are you cooking? Are <laughs> so we, I don't know are we you, in the kitchen I don't cooking? I don't, I don't know if you've heard, but like, I kind of have a little spin-off. He does, I don't want to steal He does that. I've noticed that you do that. How many minutes are left? I hope you guys. Yeah, yeah. I have so, picked yeah. that up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't want to be like Dos Minutos because it changes obviously every time. And I didn't want to kind of copy what he did. So I was like, you know what? Let me Let me come up with a little. With a little spinoff, like, hey, fans, how many minutes? And then you guys all answer. Yeah, how many minutes? minutes. <laughs> you know, exactly, whatever. yeah. I think you so should say two minutes time. anyway. I think it should yeah. just be funny. <laughs> just say two minutes all the time. Just say dos minutos. Yeah, That's yeah. It. Even if it's seven. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, 
but it, I, I, yeah, I would assume that for your profession, you're constantly trying to tinker with things and try to test things out, see if what works, what doesn't work. And I mean, that's, that's kind of entertaining, kind of, kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, it, it's fun. You feel like a like a, a ringleader, you know. You can just kind of move the crowd, and you know, obviously, you know, our supporters are amazing, right? They're they're super passionate about the game. Um, they are obviously our number one fans, right? They're at every game. They're amazing energy that they bring into the stadium is just it's unmatched right um, there's yeah. no other sports event like that in south florida with that passion. for sure 100 um, so so those those fans are, are what really makes the club go so i've always been one to like reach out to these groups and find mm-hmm. out what they you know so like i'll call them I'll, I'll go to like you know some of their events if possible um you know, some of the, some of the actual supporter groups have invited me. So I'm like, you know what, let me go. Like that shows that the club wants to, to go along with what they're doing yeah. uh, and I'll get input. I'll be like, Hey, you know, you know, what works, what doesn't work? What do you guys like? What do you don't like? Um, and they give us feedback. They give us honest feedback. And that's what to me makes the experience that I'm doing. It's almost, I'm like a bridge between the fans between and the, club. the fan base and the and club. Sure. That's for sure. Hey, that's a, that's exactly. a guarantee. Exactly. I love that because I feel like the, you know, the the ownership wants that. They want to be with the fans, and they want obviously they're the supporters. They're, they're the ones that are coming to the games, and they want it to to provide a, a great atmosphere. Well, and I think that they they see the importance of the involvement of the fans to the club, not just indirectly in terms of the support, but directly in terms of like what is it that they want, not just on the field as far as like players are concerned, but like what they want to see in terms of like a aesthetic thing or like something to sort of, uh, I guess, intensify like the experience, you know? Yeah. You're always looking for, for, for an edge, obviously it's your home field advantage. So you want yeah. like, I feel, I feel like a lot of the MLS clubs didn't have a supporter section like ours. I mean, obviously we have a bunch of Latinos, right? You have, you yeah. have so many different cultures. Yeah. Because we, we have, a lot of them know what it's like just from their, heritage from, from their home the, countries right yeah exactly so from, from where their family family or friends you know wherever they're from they understand what it's like to be in a professional soccer atmosphere and i feel like we've as a club we've set the tone for everybody else and now you're starting to see more and more groups with the drums and the horns and do different things that you know that our club actually was one of the first ones to do yeah well and one thing that i that i wanted to get to before we get lost in the sauce here is that with you know danny asked you if anybody hates hates on you know how it is that you say things or whatever but and everybody loves you here in miami but one thing i want to ask is we got to do something to get the other team to hate you or not hate you but just (laughs) be mad at you like we got to do something there we we got to figure something out respectful but like you know like bang you know what i'm saying like we got to figure something yeah. out there. So that way, when like eight sure. Atlanta United comes in, like, oh man, <laughs> no, he just Orlando is because we don't Orlando's have Joseph we Martinez. Want to really get under this skin. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to get under yeah. I mean, I, yeah, the Mickey I, Mouse I, I Club. To... <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about saying that. that. Yeah, he might get in trouble for saying Mickey Mouse. Yeah, club. Might, I mean, you never know. Dude. Mickey you know. Mouse right. FC. Yeah, I mean, it's very close. It's very close to. Uh, to <laughs> and I go to Disney a lot, so I wouldn't condone that, by the way. So, but yeah, again, yeah. It's just something to sort of like. Where, it's where funny. It's, it's funny. I, I wore this. I wore this shirt at Disney with my kids, and I got a couple of dirty looks. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm the announcer. <laughs> Danny and I just recently went to Disney a couple months back, and I, and we were rocking Inner Miami stuff, 
and like people yeah. are looking at us like i remember i went through disney springs and guys with orlando uh, orlando city shirts are looking at me like hard hard looking at me yeah. like, get out of here yeah. bro yeah it's the uh it's the battle for the turnpike there you know the, the el some yeah. some some pasico what do they call it el some pasico yeah el pasico. El pasico. that's my favorite nickname. there's um, some good so- ones man this, this, all right, so there's some rumors going around about Joseph Martinez coming around. I feel like it's almost um, a foregone conclusion from everything I'm reading. Obviously, it's nothing official. Now, how excited do you get to get or to have a new person like this on your team if he were to come? I, you know, uh, you know, usually where the, these rumors are happening, you, you kind of go with with what might happen, and and I think you know, obviously, if the club. Uh, formally can can announce it eventually that would be great <laughs> because i think i think he'd be a dynamic striker for us you know he's going to be a guy that's going to put it in the back of the net he's going to be a guy that can score he's won a cup he's been in, you know he's an mvp of the league like i mean that what more do you want right i mean that is yeah. that is the type of guy that you want right um obviously he's venezuelan too which I mean, we have an amazing Venezuelan community here in Miami. So I'm sure it's, it's going to be something that, A, he'd feel at home. You know, I mean, he's, he's going to have the culture, um, the, the language. I, I think that's going to help. Um, not to say there's and no Latinos in, in Atlanta, but, like, I, I mean, there's nothing like you, – you There's nothing there, like you, Miami. And then – You know, Dorazuela, right? Like, you know, there's, there's – Yeah, exactly. A there's a play there. there. The rest yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, a lot, everybody's talking about the risk and reward with him, right? Because his his play has yeah. has dipped a little bit after his injury. Um, but my understanding, again, nothing's official. But if he were to sign, it's because Atlanta's probably going to be cutting him, which means he wouldn't come on as a DP. And honestly, I feel like risk reward. If that's not if a DP spot, on, right? If that's not a DP yeah. spot, you 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 jump that's on in the that. Bag. Yeah, you need that yeah, because you need to jump on that quick. The roster spot that he's taking up, whoever it is, isn't going to have the history of production or the or the um, the ceiling of yeah, production that he would bring on. Right. So, obviously, I, I would love to have him on. I think that him next to Campana, like, that's another thing. I don't know how Neville would play that. I don't know if he would play two up top. Um, but I, if we could play two up top, and, I mean, Pozuelo's a whole other story. I don't know if he's coming back or not. But. With those two up top, man, I think that that would be absolutely yeah. that would be so fun, and I think that your voice might you might have to do some throat exercises before the games because you're gonna be. <laughs> we should be scoring. Yeah, a lot, a lot we of should be scoring. Honey, you know, yeah, absolutely. That's so, a great time, man. I mean, like, I love I love calling a good goal too. Like, I, I mean, it's hard to control your emotions because you know you're a fan too, right? So you're sitting there, and all of a sudden, you know, imagine just that little chip by Gonzalo or you know or Campana or somebody throws in the back of that you're like whoa like so you're going nuts you know you haven't pressed the button yet to go go live on the whole stadium but you're like going nuts with all the the cameraman and all the other guys in the booth me i'm like yeah we're jamming up there too like we're having a good time <laughs> uh, well actually so that campana goal against orlando the one that he scored in like the first 30 seconds uh-huh. were, <laughs> did you like turn around and like start setting yourself up and then miss the goal because no, like, no, so that, we were we missed we're goal. like we're like we were debating we're like was that the fastest goal in MLS history? So I'm like scrambling to look for that to announce that. Yeah. And, okay. then, and then I look at obviously I think like Rooney has like the fastest goal or something like that. But um, we, we were actually scrambling to try and find out what what the the record was. But yeah, it was awesome. That was crazy. That that was wild. And and because I go to the games with my wife, she has to eat before we go to our seats. So I missed that goal. 
because Ooh. I usually miss the first minute or so of every game because I got to make those long food truck lines. <laughs> Especially that yeah. Mexican truck out in uh, yeah, by, by the supporter section. Oof, that one is fire. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good one. Those, that's a good one. Trucks. The food is. But they got some good solid, ones. You got to wait. Yeah, but you got to wait. Yeah. Well, we well, do have a gripe here on the show. Before. We have a gripe yeah. on this show. I know that you have absolutely no control over this, but we're going to let okay. you know anyway. Okay. That's your staple of our show. We have a problem with the Bustelo. Okay. Yep. We like the Bustelo. Okay. We don't have Big a problem. problem. The, the problem is, is that when we go, <laughs> we want our Bustelo made by Abuelitas. I have a feeling. Yeah, I was going to say. I was gonna, I was, I, we I, want Abuelitas making our thing. coffee. And every time, and look, thing, I'm not gonna lie. no heat on those guys. They can go off to another stand and, and, and serve beer and stuff. But yeah. I want an Abuelita serving my coffee, man. Hard, like, hard nobody makes people, it like a Abuelita. Yes, hard, yes. I don't not, want them to not, no, it, don't fire them. Just it, move them to the like no the to the hamburger yeah, stand. You want to you want to hear the little yes yes yes. I want the spumita. Now yeah, the one thing the and and you want the you want the lady to kind of like just be mean to you. Like you just you need that. <laughs> yeah. I do. I do. I just need that. Right. Like hurry up, get your call. Listen and and. And if yeah. you're ever reading a sponsor for Cafe Butelo, if you could just do that favor for us, maybe, hopefully, it's just throw in there. Like, Cafecito hey, with heard, abuelitas. Yeah, we've heard, we've oh, heard yeah. through the grapevines that some people are just, they just want some abuelitas out there. Yes. Yeah, we, we might, we might have to, we might have to file a complaint with the, with the club. I think, I think Look, that's the we next step. A, we, we have a couple. We, we had, we had a shirt, right? We had a, a wish list of three yeah. things. Now the first one yeah. we've gotten rid of because we've given up on Messi. We're not even going to bother. Ho- hopefully, about hopefully, anymore. hopefully, hopefully, it wasn't get rid of Mike Marinelli. Okay, that's number one. Right, <laughs> no, 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 no. We like the PA guy. He's all right. Wait until we cool. get Mike all Biamonte. Right. We, we, we'll give him Mike. So oh. number two, <laughs> number two. That's all right. I'll take the heat. I will eat we'll No, no. <laughs> I'll take the heat. You might get a pay raise. <laughs> that was good. That was uh, good. That was yeah. good. Number two, abuelitas. We need abuelitas at the coffee stand. We need it. Number three. Queremos techo. We need a goddamn roof because <laughs> I know I know you stay dry up in your booth. Um, we don't. I am always dry. Yeah, yeah. I'm always dry. So those are our gripes. Well, we, listen, we I I, I, our, I would assume list. I would assume in the new stadium that's not going to be a problem. So I I would hope not, but the, that, that should be breaking ground list. soon. Hopefully, that's on the I wish sure list. You, so. you your wish is our command. I promise you that. Hopefully, with that new that new <laughs> stadium, we'll get it going. Um. So, all right. So, um, yesterday, Chris um decided that he wanted to profess his love to Robbie Robinson on Twitter. I and, saw that. Uh, I think I saw a clip yes. of that. It was it was quite yes. interesting. Yeah, and he professed his love to Robbie awkward, Robinson on Twitter. It was, and then he thought that it was it was funny. And you know what? Look, this is we don't take ourselves too seriously. We just throw videos out right. there because we want to be funny. But he ended up getting a lot of hate for it, right? People were like, dude. And then they started kind of insulting Robbie. No need to insult Robbie. He's a nice kid. He can't help that he yeah. gets injured every once in a while. But, but everybody was hating on Chris. And I just Chris, what I do you don't have to say un- for yourself? I just don't understand why you can't <laughs> ask the question. What about Robbie Robinson, right? Like, I'm not here claiming that he's a GOAT. I'm not saying that he's going to be the guy that's going to put 10 in the back of the net, right? I'm just putting a video together to kind of say, hey, 
what about this guy? You know, that's all I'm asking. I mean, there's no question. Listen, when he's been on the field, he, he impacts the game, right? I mean, you've seen it, right? He, you know, he scored, he scored some goals and made some big plays for us. So, I mean, I, all I and he's ask- also, he's also our first pick, right? I mean, yes. You go, you go inter Miami trivia right there. I mean, Hey, he's the, he's the OG. And all I asked was, take I a look Pellegrini at this guy. Is the OG. Oh, that's right. But that's um, all I asked. That's all I asked. Just who's, hey, what about this guy, Robbie Robinson? And everybody's like, really? Robbie Robinson? <laughs> Robbie uh, Glass Legs? And I'm like, whoa, dude, I tagged this guy on this. Like, really? Come on, man. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, you know. Somebody responded with, with one of those gifs where they kind of just like brushed you off. Here. And man, I was, I was laughing for quite a bit. Let me tell you, I got to bring this up tomorrow because that had me laughing for a while. I mean, so, luckily, uh, I don't take it too serious, like, in terms of, like, you know, what they're saying. Like, whatever. It's Robbie Robinson. Like, I think I might double down and make a video on, you know, uh, on Diop. He's I don't got know. some highlights. Who knows? Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, at this point, like, who cares? You know what I mean? But, like, geez, like, why you got to beat the kid up, man. He's not, you know, you know. Yeah, I mean, whatever. listen. Listen, the fans are passionate. Think- I'll give them that. I'll give them that. that, that that's the, the the reason why they're called fans is because it comes from fanatics, right? I mean, that's, yes, that's yes. what that's what we are, right? We're all yes. fanatics, and we want we want the best for our club, and um, you know, everybody's gonna have their own opinion, right, on everything. Well, well, well Chris I, has a has a love for wingers because he loves Robbie Robinson and he loves Emerson. Those are his two favorite players. Oh my so, god, I don't love nice. Robbie Robinson. Let's let's scale that down real quick. Let's let's reel that one back there. I'm not but saying love I love Emerson. the kid. Well, I mean, Emerson, yes. But you know what? At this point, I think I'm just going to make a video about Frey and just, you know, whatever. You know, just toss just toss him in a, in a, in a video and everybody's going to think I'm going to go. Frey's going to be good if he can stay healthy. Yeah. yeah, yeah we, we got some great new do. signings, too. I mean, you saw uh, we got uh, Chicho now, you know, little, yes. little Stefanelli, right? Yeah, so, yeah. And, uh, not but, to be confused, but... not to be confused with Marinelli, but, you know. <laughs> And, and he's the and thing that's with, a great signing too for sure the thing with chicho yeah. is that he kind of confuses me how he fits in with coco because i feel like the the scouting report that i heard with chicho is the identical scouting report i heard with coco when he came over here yes he could play the nine he could play the wing you could even get creative and play him at the 10 and i was like mm-hmm. okay well we got that in coco last year so we just got another coco now then we added or we're trying to add Joseph. We got Campana. Uh, okay. I mean, you can never have Listen, I I, too, many, too much time I, I never, to attack. I never, I, I never questioned the boss man, Chris Henderson. No, no. No, he's no Chris Henderson he, works magic. He is yeah. incredible. So, I trust him. You know, with that, with that being, I, I trust every move that we make. You know, every time he makes a move, I'm like, all right, we're going in the right direction. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm excited and, and I, I start practicing their names because I know it's going to be fun. <laughs> um now i know you're a fan at the same time right sure now, i know that the, the team looks good but if there was one part of the team that you think could improve what part of the team do you think could just use a couple more additions um you know i think i think we needed some help on the back line last year I mean, okay it, it, same same here okay. you, you, you could be honest right if, if you're watching the game i mean we gave up We'd score a goal and then we'd give it right back, right? So, yeah. um, I, I think I think the back line needed help, and, I, and we did sign. I think we just signed a left back, 
uh, recently. Yes, we just yes. yeah, we just did. Franco Negril. Yeah, Negri. So you know, I think I think we're doing what we got to do to 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 fix up the back line and make sure that it's as as tough as possible to make it tough to score on us. You know, Drake had a great year, I thought. Yes. Um, you know, so that to to me, that's that's been uh, amazing to see the the club grow and and make moves to 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 get better, right? I mean, that's what we're doing. We're trying to move forward every year, and that's that's how you do it, right? You 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 try to fill the voids that you you can see visibly out there and you know i haven't been following the team for so long but at least from one year to the next and then the year prior before i really really got into this i've noticed that there's been a positive progression like in terms of the signings in terms of the acquisitions in terms of the gameplay the strategy so that's the one thing that i do see that's really really good out of the organization that they're making the right moves uh, they're, they're, they're making the right changes to their strategies. And I mean, look, it's, it's, it's great to see the organization going further and further in the right direction. Yeah, uh, I, I think, was just looking I think it over up. the next, have... over the next few years. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, I looked it up. We have five, um, we had five, five clean sheets all year. So okay. we, we, we were constantly giving up goals. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't talk to what you said. <laughs> <laughs> just no, came in I, and I dropped a hammer. I'm just saying. You only have five inches. Or as you were saying. <laughs> no, but I, I, I think, like, listen, you know, you, you, you fill your, your voids and, and you do what you got to yeah. do to get better. And I think, I think the club has, has addressed it. And hopefully, you know, we're going to have those impact signings that, that everybody wants and, and we can talk about as, as fans. And, um, it'll be that much better for it, right? Uh, I, look, I would love to get Alexander Kayans from NYCFC. Bef- before I got into Inter Miami, I, I was a NYCFC supporter before Inter Miami came into existence. Um, mm-hmm. And, man, that guy's a, he's a baller. I don't know if, the, if it's, there's any possibility of getting him, but if we can get him and McVay moving into center back, the depth that we would have when it comes to Open Cup and everything, because, you know, when you go to Open Cup, you need depth because you're not going to play your, your regular starters all the time. Yeah, I think the, yeah. the depth we would have with McVay, if we can get Kyans, then you have Low and Mabika back there, Sailor. I think that we we would be in a really good spot um, as far as that goes. So that that's the signing that I'm hoping for as far as the backline, because like you, I think that the backline needs some help, and we need. Mm-hmm. I, forgetting I think that we also need. Well, yes, that that's another thing that we always ask for on here. We always ask for Noah Allen. They got but, him locked know. up, bro. They got him locked up. <laughs> <laughs> they got him locked up. They got to bail him out. But you know what? I think he's going to get some playing time now, man, because with the Open Cup and then the Leagues Cup and everything, I think he might see some. Yeah, some the, the Leagues Cup expansion, I mean, that's going to be – that's huge. I mean, yeah. you're, you're talking tons more games, and, and hopefully yeah. the club can can utilize that and, and showcase some players. Yeah, I, I think that – um, I think – no, and just real quick to answer uh, – Lucas, no, Joseph was not confirmed, unfortunately. Um, this speculation at this point, everything, everything's pointing to hopefully that that's true, but we'll see. Um, There's a lot of rumors out there, and, you know, you, you hope. Uh, well, another rumor is that Bosuelo might be coming back, but with the whole Pizarro situation where he's a DP right now, and we don't know what's exactly happening with him. If Pizarro stays, I mean, I haven't heard. But I would assume that would be very hard to bring back Pozuelo because having two DPs that pay that play basically the same position, I think would be tough. 
Then you already have Campana as a DP, right? My understanding is he's going to be a DP. So I'm not sure how that's going to oh, play out, but man, I, I really at... feel like. Yeah, I he posted like, those pink uh, cleats, though, and I got so excited. I was like, oh. As did I. I thought that that was a sign. I don't know if you saw I was that. like, oh. I don't know if you yes, saw I that. Did. Yeah, I got so excited. When I saw those pink cleats, I was like, oh. Yeah, but as of now, look, everybody, look, I, I can't say this enough. I think I say this once every episode. Iguain was great last year. But Iguain didn't just randomly turn it on. It was the Pozuelo effect. Pozuelo helped him turn it on. Now, you got to give Iguain credit for putting the ball in the back of the net. But Pozuelo, like, it's not a coincidence that he took off right yeah, when Pozuelo arrived. I, I, I could not agree with you more. I mean, listen, Gonzalo Iguain, first class, world class, right? I mean, you, you see the type of player that he is and, and, you know, and was, right? And you can just see, like, even him at an older age is still top-notch, right? Like, but then by adding a, a guy like Pozuelo who can distribute and get the ball there, that's exactly what we needed at that time. And you could see it just took off from there. Well, and I mean, look at the, look at the comment that Lucas just made. I mean, he needs to come back and, you know, he turned us over. Listen, that guy made more of an impression in half a season, like five minutes, more than Pizarro did like in a, what was it, like a year and a, and a quarter or whatever? I mean, I don't know. Look, Pizarro had his his moments before Iguain got there. Once Iguain got there, I'm not sure why that they just they just couldn't figure it out together. And um and you know so obviously if you have to pick between Iguain and Pizarro, I mean Iguain's gonna win out that that. And you know I maybe Pizarro comes back and maybe he plays better now that Iguain's gone. They just for whatever reason they didn't mesh. Um and, and I guess Steve Munoz over here he just commented. Uh, just tuning in, but post posted that pic of himself at the training center. No idea what picture you're talking about. Don't get me excited, please. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't seen any picture of him at a at a training center, but I I, I would yeah, hope he, that he, he comes was. back. Oh, he was. okay. See, you're gonna get me excited too. Okay, so hopefully well, and, he comes and... back because the thought of Pozuelo feeding the ball to Joseph Martinez and to Campana. I mean, don't get I'm, me I'm, excited. I'm, <laughs> yeah, well, you excited. Now, I'm looking forward to getting ready. Yeah. <laughs> but now, but now here's Lucas that says that he needs to come back. But then two messages before, he's talking about passing the ball over to Coco Mystery Jean. Like, what are we doing here? Right. Yeah. I hope that the breakout season is incoming. And if it does, Lucas, I got a gift for you, my friend. I don't know. I, I I don't know why you hate on Coco so much. We didn't see him. We don't know what he is. I still have high hopes for him. <laughs> I still have high hopes for Coco. Send that so, meme. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I, look, I, I think this offense would be cooking with gasoline if we got Pozuelo feeding the ball to Joseph Martinez and Campana. Again, I don't know if Neville would play with two up top. The couple of times that he did play with Iguain and Campana, I felt like he was playing Iguain more further back, maybe as, as like an attacking midfielder more than a, a striker. But look, I, if if he could figure it out, man, that that would be awesome. And I, I I'm just looking forward to hearing you call those goals, honestly. All right, um, oh, I I can't wait. <laughs> so with all these new signings, obviously, there's unfortunately going to be some casualties as far as time. Right? You only have 90 minutes. You only have nine positions. I'll go to you, Chris. Who do you think is going to be losing out on some playing time this year? Well, 
I mean, I think for sure you're going to have Bryce Duke losing minutes. I think Bryce Duke is going to lose minutes, unfortunately, because and, and I hate that because around. I love Bryce Duke. Yeah, yeah. I think, and that's yeah, killer. Great, great young player. Yeah, yeah. I love and, Bryce Duke. And if you look here, you know, uh, Osvaldo Gonzalez just put put up right here. Pizarro is a me first player versus Pozuelo is a team first. You know, that's a major difference. I mean, I could see that. But again, it's it's a little hard, especially considering that he was playing with Higuain. And then, like you mentioned, Danny, we're talking about he he would always sort of bitch and complain whenever Pizarro would make like a really bad play or whatever. So I don't know. I mean, I can make heads or tails about that. But I feel bad because because of Pizarro returning, Bryce Duke could be losing minutes. Um, I feel like with these extra wingers that are coming in, I feel like your Lassiter's and your Taylor's, they're going to lose minutes. And Taylor, to me, is is a boss, man. He's that's good. Neymar, that's Neymar light. Yeah, and, and if he loses minutes, man, that's crushing because you could see that he is a baller. He just needs but, more opportunities. But what I like about Robert Taylor is that he'll give you a couple of quick flashy plays, but he'll finish. Unlike Pizarro, I feel like Pizarro dribbles in circles, and that drives me crazy because he, because he doesn't really go to many places with the ball. But we're not going to criticize players today. And, um, and, and Steve Munoz also points out here, if, he th- <laughs> if, uh, if we think I that certainly he, will not. I certainly yes. will not. <laughs> yeah, that's why, that's why I jumped right over him. to the next we'll, we'll jump off. I, I love him. I love them all. I'm going to be a very quiet podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> So, so Steve chimes in again if he thinks that we can complete uh, compete as a top four in the East, assuming Bosuelo and Joseph are official official tissue. I, I think 100%. for sure, man, a hundred percent. I mean, that's you see, look at that. Even Mike answered the question, right? I mean, come on. No, but, but Mike just back. said that he loves everybody on the team. You can't take him seriously right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am an unbattered heron. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I no, I don't, I don't, I don't know if we could be a top four team. I, not until they fix that back line. We need, we need that extra center back. Honestly, that's what I think. Yeah, I think that our defense is, is has been soft. I think Gregory was, was was supposed to play the six. He was placed as that defensive midfield, and I I think that he I don't know he had like an off year last year. Like he was still getting his tackles in, but they they started playing Mota back there more than anything. He was like the outlet to the center backs because Gregory wasn't a dec- doing a good job of connecting the center backs to, to, to the, you know, Pozuelo and whatnot. Um, I, I think that we need help on that back line, honestly. And, and until we address that, uh, I still think that our, our defense might suffer. I think McVeigh being able to move from left back to center back is going to help big time because I do think McVeigh is better at center back. I don't think left back was his natural position. So if maybe if, if Nagid plays a good left back, you have Gedlin at right back and you have McVeigh as one of the center backs, all we knew is, is to, and I like Lowe. I just thought that he wasn't necessarily consistent. So if we can pick up a Kyans, again, I'll, I'll say it again. If we can pick up a Kyans, I feel like that back line is solid. And once we have that solid back line, man, I, I feel like like a top four for sure. But until then, no, I, I'm, I'm not convinced yet. Well, what do you think, Danny, about Steve that he just brought up that uh, he thinks Emerson, my boy, is going to be playing water boy at some point in the season? Right. I mean, I mean, I know he's going to lose minutes. Right. But I mean, I don't know if he's going to be a water boy. And if he is, he's going to be pretty fast to get you the water. So look, that's good. I, I, no, He'll keep our teammates I, I, uh, quenched. No, I, I think Emerson, I think he has <coughs> raw skills. He comes from Midronarios, 
which I know they're going to play a friendly this Saturday at a drive pink stadium. That was, that's where he comes from. And I know some Mijonario fans. And when we got him, I went and I spoke to them, obviously, because I want to know, you know, I want to get the info on this kid. And they said he's raw talent. Like he shows moments of brilliance, but then he, there's moments where he kind of just leaves you scratching your head. Like, what is this kid thinking? Obviously he's still very young, very raw. I think with the, with the talent that Inter Miami is picking up and, and they're adding to the roster, I think the best move for him, and not long-term, but maybe for this season, is maybe to go out on loan somewhere where he can get some more playing time, kind of keep improving, and then maybe bring him back next year. Because I really don't – I think it would be a waste of his talent because he is talented. He, when he gets on the field, he, he gets down the field quickly. Um, but I think he just needs to be more polished. So I think that the best move for him is to maybe get loaned out. Is that going to happen? I have no idea. But I would hate to see the whole year go by and him just ride the pine most of it. I think that that would be a disservice to him. So, Mike, what are your thoughts? <laughs> he, loves, he loves Emerson. What are you talking about? <laughs> he loves I, saw, I already saw him. I saw him put in the life vest on. He said, uh, I don't know. Staying clear of those questions. Yeah. No, for sure. Well, let's. Let, let, let's take it a little bit lighter, right? There's something I've been wanting to bring up since last week. And if you can help me, Danny, I'm going to try to do this. Okay. The picture that I uh, sent you. you. Oh, Boom. Boy. All right. Oof. So we're going to do something here. I don't know what I just did. Hold Easy on. Money. All, all, all good. That, that, that's good so enough. I want you to, I want you to pick out of these options. What are you picking For here? Sure. And at first, right, I want to go to first, first. Let's give it. Let's give it context. Chris got into a debate in Inter Miami Twitter. I'm not sure how this started, but this became a debate. Cali between... put it up on his Twitter. I put in my two cents, and he completely destroyed me. Even though he made way worse of a pick. Okay. Yeah, Lucas. We talked but about let's, that. Let, let me let me not put any favoritism or make it any. Any, uh, you know, uh, let's make it as unbiased as possible. So first, I want to leave Mike for last, but I want to go with Danny because I didn't get your opinion on this. What are you picking? I already know what stake you're picking, so you're already terrible. But go ahead. Okay. If we, I, 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 okay. So steak three, toast three, and coffee D. Uh, okay, I didn't expect that. I thought you were gonna go five on the steak. Wait, 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 I have a question gonna... on the coffee. It, it, is the is the coffee Cuban or? It looks like American uh, coffee. So it, it, any it selection. Looks like American. Okay, okay. It looks like American. So, so any selection you make already it, makes you yeah, terrible. It, it, it doesn't funny. need to be made by bolitas. Yeah, exactly. So I was. I'll never forget. I was up north, and I'm like, yeah, I go to a diner, and I'm like, yeah, let me get an American coffee. And they looked at me like I had three heads. They're like, what? What is that? What do you mean? Is there any other kind? And I'm like, yeah, I live in Miami, dude. Like. <laughs> There's plenty of types of coffee. All right. So, so that's what are American you going with, Mike? Right, cool. Um, one hundred percent. I'm going with two on the meat. Okay. That looks like a good medium rare, in my mm -hmm. opinion. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I the would say it's medium rare. Yeah, 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 yeah. The two. I, I, I'll let you. Toast. I'll let you go with the two. The toast, toast is the key here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go four with the toast. Five is just burnt. Three is, oh. is half ass, in my opinion. Um, two is basically just old bread, and one is just disgusting. Don't even bother with that. So, so, so I'm gonna go four. I'm gonna go four toast, and then coffee B. So little cream in my coffee, no sugar. That's it. So here's the deal. I picked five, right? 
and he totally took me through the ring because I picked number five for toast. Oh, yes. you're, a disgusting, you're a disgusting human being. Five, five is I left Look, it in picked, a little bit longer. He put, but he put it at two, dude. You got it straight from the bag. You floated it over a candle for ten seconds, and then you're gonna you eat your sandwich like that. You want all that like butter that? to just get? You want all that butter yeah, to get stuck to the? Exactly. Who's picking two? If you had to pick between two and five, what you going with? For for what? For the for which one? For the toast. For the. The toast, I go five. I'd rather go more toasted than, than less toasted all day. Absolutely. If not, it wouldn't be called toast. It'd be called bread. Exactly. Oh, right. Ooh, Straight out the bag. Straight ooh. out the bag. You heard it let's here put first, that on, Let's Callie. put that on a shirt. Let's put that on a shirt. Yes. That is right, going on got, a shirt, got, and I am mailing it over to Cali for sure. We, we, we got a question for you, Mike, here. Oh, uh, from Steve. Steve. Will you yell out the player's name after they score a goal like you did last season? Steve, we have started a new tradition. Absolutely. I'm going to keep it going because it was so successful and I would like to do that. So, yes, absolutely. I think it was it was really cool uh, environment for the whole stadium. Um, you're welcome, Lucas, by the way, the Iguain chant. Yes, that was legendary. Thank you. Um, that was actually one of the coolest moments for me as an announcer. So I really appreciate that. Uh, thanks for, for the shout out. And then uh, – but, yeah, I agree. Like, we have to keep going with the with the – the chance of the players as they score. So my kind of strategy will be, we'll go goal call immediate, like powerful, you know, Inter yeah. Miami goal. I'll do my goal call, right? Let it kind of like, let the moment build because you want to have the fans enjoy it and like, just go crazy. Just and then right before out. they reset that, right before they reset that ball, then we're going to go goal scored in the 23rd minute. Um, and we're going to, we're going to all chant out, we're going to chant the first name and then you're going to go last name, first name, last name. And then we're going to have some fun with it. So hopefully that's a new tradition we started, but we'll see. If, if, if we get Joseph, right, they used to call him the king over there in Atlanta. So were you, yeah, yell we, we could, el, do, we could do, were we, you yell L and we yell Ray, L, Ray. No, no, that's too corny. We could. Right, I we, take it back. We, I take it back. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I take it back. Too corny. Yeah, we'll see. It's hard because a lot of soccer players have nicknames. So like, it's like when do you use it when do you not use it you know there's that you know and then you want to know does a player like that does he not like it you always want to know because at the end of the day you also want to make the players feel happy too when they score right like that's that's part of it yeah of course yeah super appreciate you know and that's what players and that's what players play for they want to hear their name being screamed out in the stands and and be recognized for what they did on the field you know and so that that's a yeah, that's, that's a great that's thing the that beauty doing. that's the beauty of the the celebration right like yes. you know they, they get that moment of you know hey we don't score a whole lot in soccer let's let's do this right <laughs> well I, actually I, I and I hadn't really thought about this because when it happens I kind of just zone out into the field like in the pitch and I just start staring at the pitch in disappointment and it's happened often um, when the other team scores how how I I don't. I can't remember from my you the just get, me what yeah. you say. I just go very monotone. Like goal score. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, kind of like, like the old Mike Biamonte, right? Like, <laughs> like all right, goal scored in the 34th By minute. This wacko. <laughs> By this dang guy. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of go like, that's, that's, yeah, we're I all pissed in the booth too. We're like, we're fans. Like I said, we're fans too. So you kind of like, you can't help but feel like, man, you know, especially when another team scores a bunch, you're like, man. But I, th- I think that's my favorite part is that some people get jobs 
you know, against at other places that they're not fans of. But knowing that you're a fan, it, it's 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 awesome. Yeah. So well, no, I rep and, I, I rep us people, everywhere we go. Well, it's funny and, because and, I, I was gonna bring something up, Chris. Just one second. He said that he likes to rep. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I did want to get your your opinion on on repping this. Now, I thought I owned that jersey is that, already. It, is that is that proposed or is that the actual kit? That's the that's the leak. I, I would assume it's gonna that's look slightly leak? different. But okay. um, I mean, I've, I, I mean, I guess it's brighter pink. But it is the stripes. Part, it's a little bit. It's a little bit different. You got the horizontal stripes. I, I look. I don't get why MLS does this. Like I understand that there's money in getting new jerseys, but at least make them different. Like give me a gray jersey or something. If you want to keep the oh, black yeah. and pink, I I get it. But I, I never understood what what the the purpose is of changing it, but changing it so slightly. Because for well, example, the, the NBA has its they have their alternate jerseys. Jersey, yeah. They're alternate jersey, but they have those two that are just always there. So they should just keep the two that are always there and give us a, a, an alternate jersey because it's basically what it is. What MLS does is that they have two jerseys every year and then they change one of them one season and that other like every jersey gets two seasons. And then yeah, well, I mean, if you notice, if you notice across across the MLS, you'll see like everybody has the same numbers. Like the same yeah. shape of numbers, yeah. So yeah. it's it's a very unified league in that sense, which is very different. Like everybody's Adidas, obviously, and everybody has to have yeah. the same numbers on the back. So it's in, in that sense, it's very different than than European soccer, right? Like you can pretty much have whatever sponsor kit, you know, whatever. Right. You can have Puma, you can have Nike, you could have a- anything, right? Um, yeah. So that's where that's one of the biggest differences, I think, with with the kits and and you know other other jerseys, uh, other kits are made all over the world, but different. You know, they change it up. Every I um, I know you said that you couldn't tell us who you didn't like on the team because you like everybody, but we did have a I question did. here from from and Lucas. That, he wants. That's to what I was gonna bring up. Favorite. I don't know if you're ready to answer the question or you're gonna put that life vest on. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> it, it. It's a tough question because you know you like guys in different positions, right? Like, I, I mean, I love the way that Drake came in and played for us last year. Like that to me was was a was an amazing job by, by Drake calendar. Um, had a great season, you know, it was kind of one of those unknowns. Right. And he just like yeah. came in and, and really took Our off sleeper. Had a great season. Um, Gonzalo, you know, for as much slack as he, as he, you know, he got for his first you know few seasons with us. Um, From me, especially. I think, yeah, I, I think definitely. he, he made up, he definitely made up for it. Right. Oh, like last year, I feel like everybody, it, it was a great redemption story. And I, like to me, just watching the world class soccer player that he is, yeah, for sure. That to me was amazing to watch. So, the, I mean, I, just as a soccer fan now. in general, what's that? I, towards the end of the season, I kept showing up to the stadium with I'm I'm a I'm sorry, wine shirt. Like that oh, yeah. that, that yeah. was my shirt. I, I, and, the season. as as you should have, as you should. It's <laughs> yes. funny, actually funny funny story. Like whatever, dude. I'm like a chubby bald guy, right, with a beard. So I'm walking. I'm walking you look into like the stadium early. No, well, this is the funny part. So like, I look nothing like Igwe, right? but whatever. So I'm, I'm walking in. I'm walking into the stadium and check in through through security. And some little kids come up to me. They're like, "What? Oh, it's Gonzalo Igwe?" I'm like, "Nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> <They're really laughs> trying to get my autograph. I'm like, "No, nah, man. I'm not. Yeah, I'm just You're not that far off. You, yeah, you just need uh, a thicker beard. That's all. Yeah, yeah. All right. a thicker beard. And, you know, 
So uh, let's see. We got another one from Steve. Uh, how about when stoppage time is shown? Example, four minutes, and you say on the PA, cuatro. Cuatro minutos. Kind of like the heat. Well, we, we brought this up Oh, yeah, earlier. we talked about that. Yeah, yeah he refuses to say just dos minutos for everything, which I think would be hilarious. But, uh, yeah. but so, he did so start Steve, something yeah. last year. Yeah, I, I did start a new little tradition. Like, I, did, I, I don't want to copy what the heat guy does. You know, Mike B, he's great. But, like, I don't want to, you know. I don't want to steal his, have, his, yeah. his moves, right? So I'm not that kind of guy. So I, I wanted to come up kind of with my own little tradition. So what I do is, you know, I'll ask, hey, fans, how many minutes? And then you all say however many are left, right? Um, that's that's just my own little thing. So yeah, we can do Spanish. We can do English, whatever, you know. That's one of the other tricky things, up, right? So, it's up to the crowd. That is very I think tricky, the crowd yes. automatically does it in Spanish. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I actually, where I'm sitting, they say it in English, which is kind of funny. So uh, damn at no. least where I can, so I'm located in the corner of the stadium. I'm on the like South, I'm on the Southwest corner of the stadium. So I'm actually opposite. So that's like to our left. We're behind the, the North. Where in the you're South? On the North side. No, cause we don't say what the no, supporters. You guys are, oh, you guys are not. Okay. You're on the south, we're, we're, to your left. Yeah, we're row row one, right behind the goal. Yeah, so we, we get to yell at the opposing goalie all game long. Perfect. Yes. So I'm in that corner box at the top on the left hand side of you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So so if you look down and somebody's yelling at the goalie, that's us. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll look so, out for you. I have like I have my little binoculars. I'll be looking out for you again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we're always there. Um. Uh. Yeah, I mean, uh, do you have anything else, Chris? Because I mean, I'd hate to to keep Mike on here longer than than he has to be. Because I know he's a busy, busy man. Well, no, man. I mean, it was it was good to get you know the point of view, especially from Mike. You know, I, we're talking about he's a PA announcer for for the team, so it was it, this was incredible. It was an incredible time. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, I listen, guys, I, I've, I've I've had an absolute blast. Um, you know, I'm obviously I haven't had a chance to to really, you know, get out there that much and talk about the club. So this, this is something that means a lot and, and I'm excited to do it. You know, I, I, I really, as somebody that, you know, works with the club as, you know, as I do, like, this is a pretty cool experience for me. So I appreciate it, guys. No, and I appreciate your time. I figure we, we'll just leave you with this last question from Steve. Do you have a favorite chant from the supporters group? <laughs> my favorite one is by far the uh oh rosa negro like that one just gets yeah it, that it was gets, hype that was gets, hype it gets it gets stuck in my head and then you know when the stands start rocking like that one just that one gets me going i like that yeah that one gets everybody going now i i, I don't know if they're going to keep piping in the because there was a time that they were putting it over the i guess i don't know if they had a uh, over a, a lot over of there. the other sections they right. were piping in what they were doing on on the north side Throughout but the entire I, I think, stadium. Like some people did. Yeah, so like other it. stadiums. I thought, it, I thought yeah. it helped a little bit, get the crowd a little more into it. But um, people are obviously not in favor of it. Right. A lot of people didn't like it. Yeah. Because I guess when you're chanting as a supporter, you all, you you're hear like four your seconds own, like, on delay. Feed. Yeah. You're going to hear the feedback. So that, I guess that's probably why they, they wouldn't like it. But I mean, it does, it is cool for the others that are not in the stands because you can also learn right. to chant. Correct. Correct. Um, so, so I think yeah. I think we're kind of torn on that, right? Like we, we yes, we don't want to make the supporters angry, but at the same time, 
you want the other fans to hear the atmosphere and hear what's going on there to maybe pick up on it and, and start chanting with them. Well, sure. one thing I've always one thing I've always recommended to people that go, especially if they really want to help support the club, is go sit a half with the supporter section in the north side because that is as lively of an experience that you're gonna get. And you just can't walk oh, yeah. up in there, man. No, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's like a can, but you I mean, buy you... tickets. when you buy the tickets there, there's a disclaimer like, yo, you're gonna be standing, you're gonna be chanting, you're. And you got to wear the. Probably going to be smoking. You're probably going to be smoking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In a non-smoking section, by the way. Yeah, yeah I know, right? It's it's insane. It's Ryan Bank Stadium is a smoke-free facility, except yeah. <laughs> no, except in the north side. Let me tell you something. It, it, it's fun though. We've gone over there. It, it's definitely fun. Uh, unfortunately, when we have <laughs> we gone over there, facts. yeah, we unfortunately haven't seen any wins when we've gone over to that side. So. Yes. We stay on our side. I don't know if we bring yeah. bad luck over to the other side, so we stay on our side. Yeah. Um, but we're a good home team, so th- that's always been a plus. Well, yes. again, I-, I can't thank you enough for um, for your time. I look forward to seeing you out there at the stadium, listening to you, hopefully yelling dos minutos for everything. Uh, no, that's not going to happen. No, probably not. I'll no. try and – so I'll, I'll promise something to you, all right? The next time you see two, mo- two minutes on that board, I'm gonna throw a dose minutos at you, but that's gonna be the last time I do it. <laughs> but, it'll be it'll be hard. I'm gonna look up and out. I'm gonna go like this because you oh, you're to my left. Yeah. I'm gonna go like yeah. this. I, I, yeah, you can point at you. me. <laughs> I did it once. I'm not doing it again. I'm, I'm Mike Marinelli, not Mike B. All right. Yeah, got you. All right. So thank you guys for the ones that tuned in and listened live. For those of you listening on audio or later on on YouTube, thank you guys for listening all the way to the end, and thank you one more time to Mike Marinelli for joining us the voice of drive pink stadium we got what a month six weeks ago to the weeks till the season starts looking forward to it uh anything yeah, for i want to see everybody at the stadium out. yeah i want to see everybody I mean, at the stadium too. getting loud uh, i want to see uh, all the supporters out there all the fans and then if just do yourself a favor if you, if you haven't been out to the games yet if you haven't been out to a match you got to do it because everybody that goes does not regret it i promise you that look chris didn't watch soccer I brought him to one game. He became a season ticket holder. That's it. So yeah, he that's talks, all it takes. He talks into Miami once a week with me on here. Like, like, come on. It's like, crazy. That's, that's crazy. That, that's that's a that's proven right there that it that it yes. works. So just show up to the stadium, and you know what? It's a great time for. Look, my wife isn't even that into sports, but she loves going out to watch the games. So and yeah, and Steve Munoz says you got to bring a spliff with you when you come. Okay. No, no, we're not, we're not promoting that. We're not promoting that. <laughs> we're not promoting that. No. Negative. It's a family, right, family so, yeah. friendly environment, guys. Family, yes, family friendly. Yes, sir. 100. percent All right. Well, thank Get you, everyone, here, and we will catch you guys next week. Appreciate the time. By smoke, I meant pink smoke, guys. Come on now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>